Welcome to Well Played Podcast, a show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Michael Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, and motivational speaker. Well Played Podcast is a part of the On Podcast Media Network. And today, today is season four, episode 11, and we're doing back to buildings here, back to back episodes with Jordan. Uh, Jordan, so good to have you on the show today again. Like I said, back to back weeks on the same topic, but it really felt like we weren't done. Yeah. And instead instead of putting this episode, you know, 10 weeks later, let's do the back to back follow up. For sure. And so anybody that didn't catch last week's episode, definitely bounce back to that. Check that one out. Uh, Jordan, if you want to give a really brief intro yourself in case somebody is going to listen to this one first. For sure. So I'm Jordan Lachlan. I teach in Peace River, Alberta at Glen Mary School. So I teach junior high, grade seven, eight, nine, social studies. And I'm in going to be starting year three of gamification, fully gamified, both classes, all my classes. For that, social studies. That's awesome. I dig it. Uh, so both of us last week sort of talked about why we do buildings and kind of what buildings can add. So again, if you haven't checked that out, that's season four, episode 10. This one, we thought we'd actually like get into the mechanics of our building, like literally share some of the buildings, share how kid, kids earn them or unlock them a little bit, but really talking specifically about the buildings. What do they do, right? Because last week, I think we talked a little bit about how students can unlock them, I think. Yep. So really, this one's more... What do they do? So, do you want to? Do you want to start? Do you want to fire off a building that uh, works in your class? And how? sure, yeah, I was just kind of going through real quick there. Well, like because I do, like in my one game, they build their whole settlement and colonies up. So, they, in their one settlement, they're gonna they usually start with building a church because you know they need they need that and that helps them get some victory points and. They have the power of prayer. So every church that they build, they gives they get the power of prayer to help heal their guys five HP if they're injured during battle. And so they need resources to build that. So they need like a wood and a glass and then fifty gold and then they can create their their church on their settlement on our battle board. That's awesome. So a, a distinct difference here in this show that we should probably just tease out for a second. Uh, Jordan has a battle board. So that that is like a physical game board, if you will, that people are sort of interacting with, moving towards. You're actually placing these things down on the board. Mine, again, going back to last week's, just a quick refresher. Mine are actually buildings that are physically sort of printed off and hanging on a bulletin board. And then kids interact by putting their avatars beneath my buildings all right so that's just a good sort of disclaimer there yeah mine's more like civilization and they build up their buildings and i have little cards for them and they and then they can buy them and build them and yeah yeah so uh one of the first ones so at the beginning of my year they start with uh just a few buildings and they have to kind of unlock the rest and one that I totally got basically from Jamie Halsey, if you know her, yeah, uh, she does a, a a deck system with her items, 
where basically she mixes up a bunch of cards. She has a bunch of different decks and depending on what you do or want, you would kind of go to that deck and randomly draw a card and that's the card you get. And when she told me about this mechanic, I was like, this is so genius and I wanted to add it to my game right away. And at the same time, I happened to be developing buildings. So I said, I'm just going to make this a building and I call them these shrines and I have these different shrines, shrine of wisdom, right? Shrine of power. Um, but one of the starting buildings is just kind of a base level shrine. And this shrine, what it allows, <laughs> what it allows you to do, I absolutely love it. Uh, throughout my game, kids lose items for various things, you know, like getting some wrong answers in a boss battle, this kind of thing. And so slowly throughout the year, I get this deck of cards that gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And so this generic shrine that they have, if they go there, they get one random item from kind of the leftover deck, right? And the deck kind of naturally builds itself because at the beginning of the year, items that are lost are powerful at the beginning of the year. But as the year progresses, that's kind of the junk item. And this thing's clogged, filled with junk items, but there are some kids that only had a few good items and they lost an item, so it goes in there. Or if kids like use an item, not lose it, it goes in there. And so then sometimes there's really potent, powerful things mixed into a huge deck of okay or possibly terrible items. Now, nothing can hurt you, so it's a nice free spot for people to get items. That's cool. No, I, I kind of was thinking about that with almost like a lottery that I that I kind of do. And I when I have to take cards away, they go into the lottery, and then it's a fifty fifty lottery when they whoever wins it. Nice, I dig it. I dig it. So, what's another what's another uh, building you have? What's one kids really like and use a lot, or or get it pretty excited when they build? They like to build the barracks because they get an additional. They get a a free soldier, and so then they can also then level up their sol soldiers if they have any already. And so they can use those to basically, you know, what a barrack is, right? So it protects their, it's their training ground. So they get to up their, their, their level and their soldiers. And then they can use those to go attack other settlements and colonies. Cause it's like clash of clans, a civilization, my whole game. And yeah, so they're, they're trying to build up their armies right away. That's awesome. So a big one there is sort of accruing those points and accruing the soldiers, sorry, soldiers being kind of the points I was referring to there. Yeah. And so that they could then go out and expand their territory, take things, defend all those. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't have a big combat system other than sort of the boss battles, which is something I've debated, like, should I add? Because I do have, because of the boss battles, I do have health points. Like, I could yeah. totally add that feature in uh i haven't yet um one of the other <laughs> uh buildings i have is this sort of blacksmith and what i what they do is they go and how the graphic looks and kids like this one they do this one a lot uh each house has a slot that they can put one person one avatar and then Beneath their avatar, they put the item that they want the blacksmith to try to, like, customize for them. And then there are these four dots above it, and I stick a pin in that dot. 
the first week they roll and the first week i think they have to get a five six oh sorry a five a one through five on a six-sided die if they do their item just gains some bp so now they have a custom item whatever the item might be the item might not even have bp to begin with maybe the item does already have bp being battle points right um then the next week it gets harder like they have to roll like a, a one through four but now it gets even more bp right progressively down to the f fact where like you could make a mega powerful item even in the beginning of the game like nothing in the beginning of the game has something like 100 or 200 bp but if they successfully make it to that like last week they they could get like i think it's a 150 bp item but they have to roll exactly a one if they ever roll the not correct amount they get kicked out right so like and and they get to keep wherever they were at you know however if you roll a six your item breaks yeah. like the, the blacksmith pushed it too hard and that's just a fun sort of push your luck do you stay do you do you lock in do you just try anyways because the odds of losing it are small and then like anybody that's heard some of these podcasts about items i have items that allow you to like re-roll and these kind of things so like eventually you can kind of lessen the chance of it breaking but that's a fun one Oh, that's cool. I even have ones that you can like, it's kind of like a series. Like, so like with the church I was talking about, they have to have a church, then they can build a cathedral. Once they have a cathedral, they can build a monastery and each one is better, like an addition to what they already have. So it just makes it even better and more powerful. That's so I have like a series of, of like buildings. So like I have a school, a college, a university, each one is better and each one like gives them more, so for this, it gets a better percentage off building costs. They only have to have, if they have a university, it's 75% off the building costs, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And then they can under, on, like, then they can build like architects and then they can b combine it with a hospital and reduce the spread of diseases, which, cause we learn about the, we learn about diseases in it. So that, that will help reduce it if they have a university and there's, there are, uh, their hospital because then they can actually find a cure <laughs> i like that sort of combination of buildings producing like a new thing yeah that's fabulous uh i to try to so i don't have a map i told i think we talked last week about yeah. having a map and i still want a map i mean i'm a history teacher <laughs> like i still want a map uh but that said to sort of get the feel of having to travel. I have four by four uh, bulletin boards and their original cities only on one. And at the beginning of the year, the other one's just sort of blank. And, and I don't even make it look like it's part of the game. Like they think I'm going to hang up their projects or something there. And eventually I start hanging buildings over there. And they're like, well, I want to go there. And I, I pretend that that is like, no, but those are like distance distant places so one of the buildings they have to unlock in their on their four by four grid is uh like a seaport and the seaport they can sort of travel and eventually one of the items they can have are boats themselves and if they don't own a boat themselves then they have to like pay gold to like basically at the seaport you can hire somebody to take you someplace or you can have your own boat so and that allows them then access to these other buildings Oh, nice. Yeah. That, oh, that, cool. that gets that map feel without the map, but I still, oh man, do I want a map? 
I'm I'm making one for my Renaissance game this year. Yeah. So I've already got the idea and I'm building it and I'm going to have it on my bulletin board. But then the the physical one that I have for my grade sevens, it's it's huge. It's like twelve feet by. It fits on top of my countertop and it's it's twelve feet long. Dang, I'm I'm, yeah. I'm jealous. Uh, so do you have some other like highlights here? Well, we have we have a farms. We have uh, what do your farms do? Yeah, we have a mine, and so then the, when they mine, they can depending on what they decide at the very beginning when they get when they build their mine, they have to roll a dice, and then that that determines what they get. So they can get a stone. They can they can be have iron ore, metal, black powder, gold, or diamonds, which is like the hardest one, like the the best one to have because you can get like. I have a little these little scratch off sticker uh, uh, cards that you scratch the diamonds and it tells you how much the diamond is worth. Some are false diamonds, which are worth nothing, but then there's like there's like good ones that are worth like a thousand, five thousand, and like they're just super rare. Yeah. Nice. I like that. I I have a mine in so. I think like we discussed last week, I had these billions that we've talked about so far, these style billions. And then yep. when we went digital or all online learning, I decided billions were going to make the jump to online learning. And I, I made, this is where we talked about civilization and having the like, yep. right. And some of the billions I thought I'd share there that I feel like work in an online setting. If anybody wants to add billions, but they want to be prepared for next year, mm-hmm. whatever that's going to bring. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I went with a Clash of Clans style. So that means I have a town center that's level one, which means you can only build level one things. I have a town center level two, and you can build level one or level two, and then town center level three. And then in each level, let's see, what do I have in each level? I got to zoom out here. I zoomed too far in i have five buildings in each level so that means there's 15 like actual active buildings and then the three town centers they get a town center for free to begin with and looking at some of my level one buildings just to give you guys kind of a concept here right i have the farm so my farm earns 25 xp per realm of nobles assignment turned in in the house and then i have a mill that doubles the value of your farms so that's mm-hmm. like, ooh, that's like a, that's kind of like your interaction with the university, right? Getting the, yep. the better thing. So then kids trying to strategize, you know, how many mills do you buy? Like versus how many farms do you buy? That's a fun one. Uh, a little bit like your barracks, I have an archery range and it increases your defense and raid value by one. Oh, nice. Uh, well, you say nice, but I have to fully admit... <laughs> I never flushed out what that meant. <laughs> like I wrote it, and this is a good thing that I want to admit on the podcast that like in gamification, sometimes you're out innovating yourself, right? Like I never doubled her back to like what what is a raid? And so obviously like your defense would protect against a raid, but if you were to exercise the raid portion of that comment, I don't I don't know how to do that yet. 
Well, if you want to, if I'm going to be totally honest too with you, I actually hadn't figured out how they would fight each other with their armies yet. Fantastic. They wanted to build these armies, but I'm like, I don't, I still hadn't figured that out. I was working with Thomas. He's on our X Lab chats there, yeah. and I we had, we were working on it, but I hadn't figured out how they were actually going to interact with their battles and actually fight each other. So everyone was just building up their defenses in case someone t- tried to attack them. This is fantastic. Some truth bombs being dropped here on Well Played. Uh, but again, I think it's valuable that people see that sure. because I think sometimes people look at your your long game, my year long game, and they just think they have it all figured out. Look at all this stuff they can attack, they can build. They can, and it's like, no, we put a lot of things in play. And we finish what we can finish. And some things we're going to continue to tinker with. I'm, I do want to figure out this raid system. But like, I don't have it yet. But I put it there because it needs to exist. It need, yeah. like that, That's a realistic, if we're playing in the realm of nobles, middle, middle ages, like that's a thing. And sure. it, it's a constant reminder that I need to fix that thing and figure that thing out. It also, by putting it in play for both of us, that that's sort of an invitation to kids too to be like, maybe if you got a suggestion and some of them are harebrained and they're never going to work, but sometimes it's like they figure it out. Like that's the way to do it. Yeah. So I think that's good that we both put that out there. <laughs> I like that. I think, well, that's the thing. Like it's constantly evolving. Right. And my kids drove my game. Well, what we were doing even this year, they wanted to be able to get places faster. So they came up with roads and now they're like, well, we need railways because as we were getting further and further in history, they started building the railways. So that was the next thing that was going to be coming in too, because they were pushing it in that direction. I love it. Like adding those railways. That's, that's genius. Kids are smart. That's that natural growth. I dig. Uh, Let's see. One of the other ones I had was a mine. And so this sort of interacts really nicely with my, spreadsheet that i use Mm -hmm. my spreadsheet has the ability to you can like set sort of everyone's sort of salary if you will and you just push a button and the thing comes down and gives everybody that amount Uh, and so the mine adds a hundred gold per person per week payment Mm -hmm. made at the end of the week so this just means on friday i just gotta hit that button and if your house built a mine Whatever your personal salary is because of other items and other things, I just add 100 bucks to it, and then I just hit that pay, and now you make $600 because of various things you have, and somebody else makes $200, somebody else makes zero because they don't have that building or other things. Mm, I like that. Yeah, that was nice. And so that produced an interesting conversation in the class because there are kids that have tooled themselves and geared themselves to be more like, gold center that was the thing they had a lot of that was the thing that if they had more gold they could strategize even more and there were other kids that were more bp focused and there were other kids that were more xp focused than gold so i have these are my three big currencies again i have health but health really only interacts with that one portion of my game so those are the three big things that are everybody's centered around and then there were kids that were kind of middle of everything but like the kids that were all in on gold like wanted the house to like let's build mine after mine if like we want 10 mines and other kids were like that does nothing for me because that's not their their goal so to have that 
as a house have to decide what building to add to their online world that was awesome and it was fun to have that debate too because we're, we missed that being kid interaction in the classroom right this is the kind of thing they would talk about in the hallways but they don't have hallway talk now no so to have that debate was pretty cool and I can see that that's what I, where I will go if we continue with this online teaching next year, that I think I'm going to do something similar to what you have for sure and have that online map so that we can keep going and we can have the game. Because otherwise, I, my game kind of fell off the rails there for a bit there. So I would like to keep going even if we are online next year. Yeah, me too. Me too. I want this summer. It's going to be a lot of soul searching of what stays, what goes, because I I really want mine to be nimble enough that if we bounce between, it's still fun in the classroom, but it's it's still functional online. Right. But I I, I still want the tactile nature. So I don't know. I got to figure out that. Like I still like handing a kid an item, handing a kid a badge. I do too. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to be allowed or not. Like <laughs> we'll see we'll see but that is something i will definitely go back to immediately when when all this is over is is the physical side of things um I'm trying to think of other buildings that would be just good good things to share with other people so that they get a flavor uh do you have one that you think would be good in kind of any game like if we pulled it out of your game i could add it to mine well did you say you had a harbor or a hospital i did say i had a harbor that allowed them to sort of travel to those farther buildings right hospital yeah, Ooh. yeah. Little medic. Helps. yeah yeah i thought it was good because it would help protect against diseases and they can be used to uh re revive half their health in of hp in a battle they can use that once per battle Ooh, so, nice good. i have i don't know about you guys but in online learning we had some kids that had more missing assignments than usual <laughs> and I always try to stress the team nature of the game, right? Yep. So one of the buildings I added to my online game was the dungeon. And the dungeon, you earned 100 XP for the house, for like other houses missing assignments. So um, your house, you still, it had nothing to do with your house. Like everyone in your house could be missing assignments. That doesn't hurt. That doesn't help. But other classes having missing assignments. So if 10 kids total in my grade had missing assignments and they weren't from your class, that would be a thousand XP your class earns for just having a dungeon. It's like you've arrested those people and put them in the dungeon. So it kept other houses on their toes. So it, it kind of did the work for me. Once kids started building dungeons, I had less and less missing assignments. Nice. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> that was a good little twist. Yeah. No, I like that one. I've been taking some ideas from, from a game that I just recently uh, borrowed from a buddy there. Rivals, of, Rivals for Katana. It's a two-player card game. Rivals for Catan. I'm going to look it up. There it is. Yeah, it's a little card game, and it's I haven't actually played it yet because we were going to play one of, the, one of the days when we didn't have a lot to do, but I've been going through the instructions, and they've got a ton of buildings, and it's almost like you build your little, king, your little settlement up with your different buildings, 
and then each building has different powers too. So I'm taking some of these new bu some buildings from out from this game now. It's giving me some good ideas. Nice. I'm yeah. excited. I'm gonna add that to my like check this out Let's list. Look out! Yeah, it's it's really cool. Like if they've got a ton of buildings in there, and I'm like, oh, I never thought about this building. Oh, I should have a toll bridge. That would be smart. <laughs> so I'm just gonna start adding some of these things in and and go with that and see if I can add more because I know with my new game that I'm doing for Renaissance, we need more buildings and not necessarily the same buildings as I would in my my uh, colony game. I want to have different buildings so it's not just the exact same game over again for the the next grade. I dig. Yeah. Uh, what age level do you think you could go down to for rivals for Catan? I don't know. I'm not sure. It doesn't actually say. Curious if my nine-year-old could play. Oh, Ooh. she plays a lot of games. We definitely it don't is. go by whatever the thing says. But what does the thing say? It says ten plus. So if she's if it says ten plus, she's good. I mean, she plays games that are fourteen plus. But like, then she'd be good to go. You know, but it, it does depend the type game. Like there are some that she can handle better than right. others. But it, it looked really cool. Like I saw them playing it. I didn't play it yet, and I'm like, I gotta take that. I gotta borrow that. And I so I so I haven't even played it yet myself. But I was starting to take the buildings out of it because they've got some good building ideas. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah as we're 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 coming towards the the end of our of our chat here uh but before we get to reflection time uh i just want to tell people like use some of summer to explore so like he just said he played Catan, this this alternate Catan game uh rivals for Catan. And started pulling ideas from it. I believe last episode I suggested that you check out Clash of Clans yep. app style game and pull ideas from there. I'm playing this. It's not really that great of a game. It's this airport city. It's called. It's a free. It's very much like Clash of Clans. Like you have to wait. It's a, it's a time based game. Yeah, like build a billion, but it's going to take three hours. So then you kind of don't do anything for three hours, and then you log back in, build a billion. Now you can do a couple more things, right? But in it, it had some neat mechanics i saw at play and i'm thinking about adding one of the things i'm going to add i think from this game is you had a population limit and so you want to build all these great buildings to earn you more money and get you more like people to fly your planes and all this other stuff but like ultimately like your town could only handle a certain population so then you had to like upgrade in this case your town center to upgrade your population limit right so you kept hitting these limits that like oh but i want to build the bank but like oh uh, like each building adds so much population and it's like oh you can't because you're out of you're out of literal like population space so not only did you have like territory space but you had population space that you had to deal with um and i thought that that would really work i again don't know how yet but if each of my buildings that i just ran through now like if there was like a certain space so like do you want to build 10 farms to like hammer out farms but like that takes some of your space you know yeah no for sure no that's cool i like the i was i was playing around with the idea of possibly doing the population with the settlements but it was like i was having a tough time trying to manage all the other mechanics that i decided to leave that for now 
And I I think that that's a great note to leave on is, you know, you got to do what you can handle, your throughput. And as your game grows, some of those things naturally should die off because maybe they aren't good mechanics. But others might still be good mechanics. You're just not at an efficiency level because maybe you have all these other new ones or maybe these other old ones that are good that you're trying to like keep up with. So it is always about managing that time, managing that throughput. But always be innovating, always be pushing, you know, see what you can add uh, and, and understand some things are going to die out. Yeah. So this brings us to reflection time. So let's hear our quote of the day. This quote is by Oliver Wendell Holmes. Uh, the great thing in the world is not so much where we stand as in what direction we are moving. How's that hit you there? Oh, sounds like sounds like we're exploring. Like where where are we going to go next? Always innovating and always pushing forward. Like we were talking about today. Like with our games and with our buildings that we're building. It's like it it keeps going. It just keeps evolving. Especially if you get the input from the kids. Like this can just keep on going and getting better and better each and every year because. I'm invested and then they become invested because of how passionate I am. So I like that direction that you're going. I like that quote too, right? The great thing in the world is not so much where we stand, right? We can be proud of what we've developed. We can yeah. be, we can be happy with what we've developed. We can sit here and celebrate some of those things we've developed, but ultimately it, it is the direction we're moving. So this, this idea of add some mechanics, try some new things, and some of them aren't going to work out, but that's okay. It's that we're moving in that direction. That's the important piece. It is. Well, Jordan, thank you so much for joining us on Well Played two weeks in a row. That's fantastic. Love having you. I'm sure you'll be on again. Uh, so everyone else, thank you so much for joining this week and every week. As always, pass Well Played on to a friend. If you can, write a little review on iTunes or whatever your podcast station is that always helps and check out my youtube channel and my website for more information and everybody have a great day and play on <laughs>